Today, we're joined by David Cragen, who is the BU Information Security Officer, North America and Canada at TK Elevator. One of my colleagues heard David speak at a CISO event in Atlanta and thought he'd be the perfect guest for our podcast. So we're incredibly excited to have you join us today. Uh, welcome, David. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we just talk- share knowledge. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, David's down in Atlanta and I'm up in uh, Boston and we're both uh, empathizing about cold weather. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, that time of year for uh, for us on the East Coast. So, well, David, uh, let's jump in. Uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about your journey. So you started in the military and then transitioned to a long and, and really impressive career in cybersecurity. How did you end up in the cyberspace? Well, the cyberspace was actually... Um, a one-off. So in the military, they teach us different skills. I really got into security and um, enjoying technologies and the passion when I was assigned to Fort Bragg after a stint in Panama. Mm. Um, I was assigned to a signal unit and I got the opportunity to set up, uh, to run cables, set up different satellites, um, different tools. So I had that passion working at night uh, on different systems. It, I fell in love with it. So after uh, getting out of the military, um, civilian life was different and I didn't really knew where I fit in. I didn't have all the certs or anything, but I, I started working actually filing as a clerk at a company here in Atlanta. And, um, I helped one di- director fix her computer to sync with the old Palm Pilot system, and she was impressed and um, brought it up to the VP of uh, the e-commerce department. The, the VP, she, she, was, uh, she used to sell Patriot missiles to the government, so she understand my background, the discipline that I brought. So she asked me what I really want to do. I said, I want to get back into security. This is what I enjoy. So she said, well, stay with me for about two years and basically was teaching me the business because it's a different world from the United, from being in the military than outside. And in that two years, I got to attend a different security courses. I got to work on different networks uh, and marketing. And when a position opened up, I transitioned into the uh, information security position. With all that experience from just um, doing marketing, I was more responsive in, in security to what was going on. Anything we were implemented, I, I didn't just think of, we have to implement it just because of security. I was more, what's the business impact? How will it, as we deploy these tools, how would it affect the business all the way down to the sales team? So that gave me a platform to grow from. That's fantastic. And for our younger listeners, you'll have to Google what a Palm Pilot is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's the it's the modern day uh, phone without the phone capabilities. So, uh, oh, yeah. but that that's really interesting. And I think it says a lot to your um, you know, willingness to go outside of your role, right? That, that wasn't your role when you were at that company, but you saw an opportunity to help somebody. Simple as that. Yeah simply going over there, helping somebody with, with something they were struggling with. And then they recognize you've got some talents beyond what your current role was. Uh, a lot of mentoring and coaching, I'm sure, over the course of those two years. And then, yeah. boom, you're you're in cybersecurity. So 
Yeah, uh, you, you know, for those that won't be able to see David on the podcast, uh, you know, he, he's he's uh, he's not as old as me, but he's uh, he's more senior in his career. But uh, I think it's you know the things that he did early in his career are still as applicable today as they were in early in your career. So I think that's fantastic. You'd mentioned in our prep. Um, that you like to train people by having them work on your executive presentations. Can you explain a little bit to the audience about what you mean by that? Yes. Um, as I grew, move up in position, I saw that uh, different managers and some managers were very helping. Another manager kind of held everything to the breast. So when I went to the to one organization, the VP um he did his presentation and he's like, yeah, next time I want you to do the presentation. And this was a presentation to the board. <laughs> the first time I did it, he, uh, I had about 20 slides. He's like, no, no. And he ripped it apart. So he kept having me do it till I got it concise to where he would just look through it, say, okay, we don't want to go this way, that way. And he would go present it to the board, minor changes. So I do that for my employees because it's a teaching opportunity, number one. Number two, it, get, it gives them a view of, give them a lens from my level and what executive management is looking for. So this is a teaching aid because I want them to take my position. I don't want them to feel that, oh, my manager is leaving me, I don't know what's going on. And when they get to my level, they don't have the soft skills required. And that's the most important thing, the soft skills. Mm -hmm. And how I have my team is everybody knows what everyone does. You will know everything I do. I will know everything you do. Because if the team, one person on the team have a family emergency, we can step in. You can go and take care of what you need. You don't need to be worrying about here. And if I need to step out of my role, I feel comfortable turning to my employees and say, okay, I've got a briefing with the CEO. Um, I need you to do this presentation and things like that. And I do give them the opportunity to present in to my leadership. And then I critique them on that. So that's how, that's why I have them do the presentation. So they understand what we're looking for at our level and get them out of talking technical speak to a business language, which mm -hmm. is, the key to grow as you move up in security, you can't talk zeros and ones to everybody. You need to talk with zeros and ones, but translate that into the business aspect and the value you're bringing to the business. Oh, David, you're actually uh, something, you're, you're emphasizing such a critical point that we hear over and over and over on this podcast. For those listeners that are in security that want to move up to the level that David's at and and continue to grow their careers, that ability to take technical, technical, detailed stuff that we we geek out on because that's what we do all day long from cyber from a cyber perspective. You got to be able to turn that into business and what's yeah. business risk and and what does it mean to the organization. So that that's absolutely I think such a critical point and and glad that you're you're emphasizing to your team and uh, and I think your our audience should really key in on that 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 point that you're making. Um, let's go on to, as a part of our, our goal of this podcast is really to raise awareness about the types of security, jo cybersecurity jobs that are out there. 
I know you feel really strongly about this topic as well. Can you tell me, you know, what, what you do to help people, um, you know, when, when somebody calls you up and says, Hey, I want to get into the cyber field. What's, what's the guidance that you give them? Um, I, the guidance I give them is basically ask them, what do they do now? What do they want to do? And by asking that two questions, when they tell me what they currently are doing, uh, at that instance, in my mind, I'm thinking about the different areas of security, the different nuances people don't understand. And then I ask them what they want to do. And most of them want to be, you'll hear, I want to be on a red team. You know, I want to be on a blue team. I want to do hacking. That's great. You know, the movies are great. It's a guy sitting in the basement with a hoodie on his head. Well, that's not reality. And then I said to them, once they tell me what they like to do, I said, what are you passionate about? And which is the key, passion. So what you're doing, I try to link it because there's so many um, lenses for security and the passion. So if you want to be a pin tester, you have to have that passion because pin testing is an arduous thing. You may not get in the first time. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of thinking. But if you're, your previous job is as a manager, accounting, and things like that, or even a police officer, then you have to start thinking, hmm, what part of security would I fit into? Hmm. So as a police officer, detailed records, um, investigations, that may be on the forensic side. Mm-hmm. So I'm now going to leverage my background and my passion to start taking these security classes and focus in this area. So you get a finite focus of what your goal wants to be. You know, and that passion will either, that passion will drive you along, but the want may discourage you or all these zeros and ones, all these regulations. You may be good at writing, best policy. You may be good at uh, coding, web application. You know, there's a lot of fields, but everybody wants to lift that train. But I always tell them to be realistic. And what are you passionate about? And that passion has a place in security. And with that passion, you can push yourself along. And start with the basic, you know, learn what a computer does. I mean, nowadays we have computers are so complex, but you may come to an, ins- an issue where my monitor isn't co- connecting right. It's blinking all the time. Most people will start running so many, start looking at the drivers. Is this connected right? This and that. They never check the plug may be loose in the back of the monitor. <laughs> so I try to tell them, I give them some an, an example like that. I said, that's, a mindset you want to have. Let me exhaust maybe all the craziest things. That's a part of our troubleshooting desktop support. Those are the little minute things to learn and you go forward. So it's all about the passion you bring to it and you have to be realistic in what you wanna do and draw from your previous skills because something you've done in the past always impacts security firms and I was doing presentation in marketing. I was doing presentation for executives. I was doing presentations for trade shows. Now I'm at a senior level. 
When I do presentations to my boss, I know how short and concise it needs to be. I now know how to sell my security program, sell why I need individuals, sell why I need tools. And that's from a previous experience. Hmm. And the discipline from the military is to know when you push the envelope and when you relax and uh, just go with the flow sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I didn't do it at the beginning, but thank you for your service. We oh, very you. much appreciate that. Uh, that. That was some great advice. And you have some other great advice about analyzing job descriptions. Can you share that with our listeners? Yes. Uh, too often, whether you're looking for a position and already have one or you, you want to change cyber or come into cybersecurity, read the job description. The job description is so important. You have to be realistic about what they're asking. Those bullets, um, familiar with TCP IP, familiar with Azure. So you have to ask yourself, how am I with networking? How am I with protocols? Am I familiar with Azure, how it functions on the basic level or in the advanced? So you apply to a job that you are comfortable with majority of those bullets. If you're not comfortable with certain bullets, that's your time to talk to the recruiter and say, well, this is what I'm not familiar with, or I have experience at this level. And then that sets the stage. The job description comes out. I, I get a lot of resume of people submitting, submitting. And as I read their resume, it doesn't tell me the story of how you relate to each bullet. Mm. Whether you have a security cert or not, if you say, well, I've been in help desk, so there's personal support, tell me what you did at the help desk. So I try to link it to what I'm looking for. And the gaps, well, we can always train to that. But I'm looking for a realistic person's resume. I get so many people who like, who wants to jump into cybersecurity. When I look at their resume, I'm like, where is your vulnerability scanning hmm. you have an incident response so i look at what um i'm going to put them in and what i'm looking to grow them to hmm. when i look at a resume but be realistic with those bullets and yeah do i meet it or i don't yeah and i think we also as practitioners uh we we lament so much and complain so much about the lack of talent out there uh, but yet we put job descriptions out there and call it entry-level position and then ask for two years of this and five years of this and certifications of this. And, uh, but we, uh, our, our SOC managers done a phenomenal job of really rethinking uh, when we say entry-level, you know, we've got to, you know, and, and we got to be more open um, to, to the types of candidates that, that we, that we go, that we get in there, you know, and, and we always do encourage our listeners to, you know, to your point, tell a good story, even if you don't meet, you know, you don't have to go 10 for 10 on the job description mm -hmm. to, to apply. If you can tell the story and get you, you hit it so many times here, David, your soft skills across in your resume, so that we understand that you're a super hard worker, that you have an aptitude to learn new things that you, you can be a consummate team player, you're going to come in and understand that what it means to be a cultural fit, like those things you can't teach people, 
And if you, if you hit those types of skills in a, in a, you know, whether it's an interview or even in the, in the, the screening process, um, th- those, those people tend to be, you know, gold for us as, as employers, uh, because we can't teach those skills. We can teach the hard skills, uh, the, the, the technical skills. So I think that's great. Uh, and so, also, also please. another soft skill about hiring I've noticed, but now we're getting so familiar with you with uh, Zoom remote meeting. I had, I've had many people come on interview in sweaters, you know, just regular shirts right. or in their car. I had one gentleman mm. come on with a suit and tie. He didn't have everything I needed, but he, he spoke to the position, right. he spoke to the bullet. And when he got to a bullet, I don't know this, but this is what I'm doing. Mm. this is what i'm doing right. to get there yeah and i hired a person to, the first thing that was shocking is you put on a suit and tie for an interview which which just tells me number one you value my time exactly. you value this company yes and you're showing that respect so you've already won me over because exactly. the first 30 hey, seconds a, yeah you're in a suit <laughs> and tie and i'm 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 listening. I'm listening to you. So that image is still there. You in a suit and tie. I'm hearing what you're saying, but then when you go, well, this is one of my gaps, but I'm doing this. Okay, yeah. this person can grow. This is a person I want in the exactly. environment. So you right. already have that solid picture of this person in your environment, just because of that little uh, thing. Yeah, well, well said. Absolutely, David. So, so finally, cybersecurity is unfortunately not a very diverse uh, place. Uh, it's traditionally dominated by by males, uh, and really just remains so today. So, what advice would you give to our female li- listeners that are either looking to get into the industry, um, and you know, just candidly, are just intimidated by the, by the stats? Uh my, one of the person I mentor is a female, and I took her from the help desk, asked her what she wanted to do, and now she's a manager uh, doing cybersecurity. So I made an effort to have her come to all the different security conferences that were out there. She first one she she came to she was standing in the corner, all men around. Mm. She wasn't talking. I started pulling her. I said, don't be afraid to engage. Don't be afraid to engage. You have to put yourself out there. There's a lot of opportunities for females in cybersecurity. And you see them moving around in a different level. But the thing is, when it comes to cybersecurity events, you don't see many. After work events, you don't see many. You know, everybody's family dynamics is different. But the thing is, have, you know, my thing to the females is get out there, interact, don't be afraid. There are some females I've come into and uh, female CISOs that are brilliant. And sometimes I stand in awe as we have conversation and it can be done, but sometimes it's always the fear. So, you know, suck in the, take a deep breath and go in and interact. And it'll be okay because we need more women. Um, I do, I make sure I try to hire a lot of women and male and have a balance because mm. it's different perspective, different scopes, different way of viewing 
issues and addressing things. So I like a well-rounded team to provide that assistance as I make those decisions. Yeah, that's great, great advice. Uh, that's all we have for today. So thank you, David, for joining us. And uh, as a reminder for our listeners that are looking to learn more cyber skills, uh, this week we launched ThreatX Academy, which is 140 hours of training. And for our listeners uh, to the Executive Security Podcast, uh, we're offering a one-year uh, free uh, free access to our content. Um, so when you go to academy.threadx.com and use the code podcast, uh, you'll get access to one year of the ThreadX Academy. And uh, just to mention it a little bit further, uh, that's 140 hours of content of all things cyber. Uh, so it's an amazing uh, opportunity for our listeners to get something that we're charging other people uh, but we're going to give to our listeners as, as a part of our continuous effort to give back. So uh, check out academy.threadx.com and use the uh, promo code podcast to get one free year of access to that content. David, thank you again. Uh, you were an awesome guest, and I hope our listeners enjoyed uh, listening to this as much as I enjoyed interviewing you. You were an absolute gentleman, and have a great day. Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate all the assistance. You know, uh, just for the parting words is it's all about passion mm. and cybersecurity can can accommodate you, but pick the field you're passionate about and then you will grow. Well said. Thank you, David. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye.